Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's recap a half PPR mock draft in five minutes right now on Fantasy Football Today in five. I'm Adam Azer on a late Sunday night with Jamie Eisenberg taking a look. Well, at least one of us is taking a look at a mock draft. The other one can't see because he doesn't have his glasses on. Very, very funny stuff here. But, uh, Jamie, we, we get this half PPR draft, 12 teams, three wide receivers, and first round dominated by running backs, basically. But, but you do have Travis Kelsey and three wide receivers in there. And you think that maybe other than Kamara at 12 because facing that suspension, but you think this is – basically what a first round is going to look like. Yeah, you know, if, if you take out Kamara, probably the most likely, uh, but any of the other, you know, running backs per se, um, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, the two most likely candidates to creep into the first round from the wide receiver position uh, of the non-three uh, of Cup, Jefferson, and, and Chase. And then you have, you know, maybe in half or full PPR, DeAndre Swift, you know, maybe Nick Chubb, um, you know, there's going to be some other candidates uh, that, that'll be in, in the conversation. But I think this is kind of what the first round is, you know, eight running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end. Um, and it's the usual suspects, you know, you can certainly uh, see the the story of the, the draft recap on the site, and we'll talk about it in the full length podcast. But uh, the first round is really starting to take shape. It's just a matter of where they go. And in this draft was a little strange with who went first overall. Yeah, it was McCaffrey first overall to Chris, who loves Christian McCaffrey. You know, loves we all love Christian McCaffrey, but Chris is pretty steadfast taking him number one. Uh, in a half PPR league, would you have taken McCaffrey number one? You took Taylor too. I mean, I don't have him ranked one in, in PPR, uh, so I, I would still go with Taylor, um, you know, just from the, the safety factor of the non-injury concern, but McCaffrey's still in the top three running back for me, top three overall player for me. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, uh, critique Chris's selection of him because, as we said when we were going over the top five running backs, there's no one with the ceiling that McCaffrey has at that position. If he's healthy and plays the majority of the year, he's going to be the number one running back. Okay, so your team is really interesting because this was half PPR, yet you still went with the hero RB approach. Jonathan Taylor in round one, and then with your basically your swing picks, uh, you didn't have the swing pick, but close enough. Uh, Mike Evans with the 11th pick of round two, A.J. Brown with the third pick of round three, and then late round four, beginning of round five, you went Darren Waller, Terry McLaurin. So you did not take your second running back until Kareem Hunt, 71st overall, late round six. You did not take your third running back, James Cook, until late round eight. So you loaded up at the other position, specifically wide receiver, and you have tight end. Uh, Are you comfortable with that in this format? Yeah, very much so. Um, you know, uh, and, and when you uh, you'll reveal the other running backs that I took, obviously I went heavy at that position, you know, after starting this way. And so it was really a matter of, you know, once I, I made the, the the choice to go with Evans and A.J. Brown, you know, I, I don't want to say I was committed to anything, but those are the two best players on the board for me. They're both second round picks for me in this format, really in any format. So I was fine with those two guys. 
And then when I got to the Waller McLaurin turn, it really wasn't a, a scenario of did I want to take any of those running backs there? And I believe the ones that were on the board that made the most sense were AJ Dillon and Miles Sanders, and it just felt too soon to take them uh, at the four-five turn. You know, if I was later in the fifth round, uh, you know, if they had come back to me, obviously in the sixth round, I didn't expect that to happen, but it just wasn't the point where I was going to take those guys over filling out other starters of other positions. Waller to me is still, you know, going to be a, a high end player at a, at a thin position. And assuming that Terry McLaurin shows up for training camp, certainly by week one, I still think he's going to be a top 20 caliber wide receiver. So I have three receivers in a three receiver league all set. I have the tight end set. I have my one running back set. And so now I felt pretty good about the way this team was starting. All right, and your bench is mostly running back. So Kareem Hunt and Jonathan Taylor are your starters. And then on the bench, James Cook, Deontay Foreman, Kenneth Gainwell, Alexander Madison, Rashad White of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Jacoby Myers, one wide receiver. Your your uh, starting lineup has A.J. Brown, Mike Evans, Terry McLaurin, Alan Lazard at flex, and Darren Waller plus Matthew Stafford at quarterback. And we're basically at five minutes here, so I'm just going to do a quick scan. I'm going to pick... Uh, one random pick. The first pick of round six was Gabriel Davis. He went after Amari Cooper and Rashad Bateman and just ahead of Michael Thomas and Juju Smith-Schuster. What do you think about that area of wide receiver, basically? Amari Cooper, Bateman, Gabriel Davis, Michael Thomas, Juju Smith-Schuster. That's, oh, Jerry Judy right after that. Late round five into round six. It's the, it's, it's the sweet spot for getting, you know, some high upside wide receivers. Um, Davis probably should not go ahead of those guys unless you really have that sort of a strong feeling he's going to be that great, uh, which I hope he is. But I would have taken a couple other go- those guys ahead of him. Um, but again, you know, if you're picking at the ends, uh, as I was, and, you know, we've all experienced this, if you want to get a guy, you know, you're not going to get him coming back to you, make sure you get the guy that you like. And so uh, I don't remember which fantasy manager took Davis, but that's the type of player that, you know, could could certainly swing the, the, the outcome of your fantasy season. And, you know, if you want to have that guy on your team, it's not a bad move. That is Jamie. I am Adam. Thank you so much for watching and listening, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today in 5.